Let me just jump right in here today. I believe I've got something the Lord wants me to share for somebody. I know it's for somebody here today. Genesis 22, verse 1, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love. Go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes, saw the place afar off, and Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, the lad, and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, laid it on Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire, the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. Abraham built an altar there, placed the wood in order. He bound Isaac his son, laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand, took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So Abraham went, took the ram, and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place. Somebody say place. The Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. I want to preach on the place for just a moment. How many know we serve a God who has a plan and destiny for each one of us and we can call it a place. A place is simply a, it can be a location, it can be an area, it can be a region and I believe God has areas and places and regions and churches that He wants us to be assigned to and serve businesses, careers, but a place can also be an appropriate moment in time or a point. It can be a, a distinct condition or a position. We, have, we serve a God who desires to get us to that place. It might be a place of favor. It might be a place of blessing. It may be a place of service. It may be a place of healing, a place of victory. It might be a place of revival. It may be a place of whatever, but whatever He desires. And He will get us there by causing you and I or the man and a woman and the place to come together. He will cause the destined and the destination to collide. He will guide people to purpose as well as putting purpose inside people. And God does this because He knows exactly what you and I need. Is anybody glad He knows what we need even better than we do ourselves? And I've learned a long time ago, sometimes you just need to get out of the way and let God. <laughs> Amen. 
And that's why it's so important that we become sensitive and obedient to the Lord so that we can get there. We can get to the place that God has designed for you and I and for the church. Now understand, not only must we be in the right place, we must get to the right place doing the right thing He's called us to do. It's important to get to the right place doing what He's called us to do, but until we do, certain things will never happen until you get the right person in the right place at the right time. Come on, somebody. And with that said, I gotta tell you that getting to the right place is not always an easy thing to do. It requires struggle. It requires stamina. It requires persistence. It requires going through testing and trials. You'll hit roadblocks. You'll have to make some tough decisions. You'll get weary. You'll get discouraged. You'll be lonely. You'll face some roadblocks. But we got to make up our mind at some point that no matter what we have to go through, what we have to face, we've got to get to the place God has called us to. We've got to embrace the assignment God has in our life because if we don't get to the place, if we don't do what He's called us, we're going to miss out on some of the greatest blessings that we could ever experience. Does anybody know what I'm saying today? Hallelujah. And if anybody in this book called the Bible knows the importance of getting to the right place at the right time, it was Abraham that I read about. Abraham was called out of a people to become a people. Abraham was the friend of God. And at this point in the text that I read, we see that Abraham is at the age of 100 years of age facing the ultimate test of his life. God appears before Abraham and says, I want you to take your son Isaac to the land of Moriah and I want you to offer him there as a burnt offering. Understand Abraham and his wife had worked a long time, waited a long time, been patient a long time for this promise, this miracle son to come to pass. So how could this be after Isaac had brought them so much joy? How could they face such a test after the miracle son had finally come. How could this come? How could this be? The Bible said that his seed would be as the stars of heaven and the sand of the seashores. But now God is telling him, Abraham, take that promise. Take that blessing. Take that miracle and take him to the land I'm showing you and offer him as a burnt offering. Take him up the mountain. Understand the customs of that day when they did this, they would take him to the mountain, they would tie his hands, they would, they would tie his hands to a post, they would take a knife and they would cut his insides open, take the remains and put it in a pan and offer it as a burnt offering. Can you imagine how Abraham felt? He'd waited so long for this miracle son. 
Can you imagine the questions going through Abraham's mind? But yet Abraham loved the Lord so much that he was willing to lift up his hands and say, yes, Lord, whatever you want me to be, whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, can I tell somebody in this room or somebody watching this message today, if God can just find somebody who will say yes to him, it doesn't matter where you came from, it doesn't matter what side of the railroad tracks you come from it doesn't matter how many degrees you have hanging on your wall and how many you don't have it does not matter how much money you have put aside in a bank account my God can open up the windows of heaven and still pour out a blessing where there's not enough room to receive it if he can just find somebody who'll say yes I'll go yes I'll go yes I'll be yes I'll do whatever you want God God, I surrender to you. Hallelujah. And with a willing and a heavy heart, Abraham saddles up his donkey along with his servants and his son and he would travel to the place God called him to. Understand to get to the place God has called you and I, it's going to come with struggle. I'm not going to sugarcoat it today. And if we're going to get to that place, we've got to see ourselves reaching the place of obedience. In other words, we must get that place in our vision. We've got to see it. We've got to want it. We've got to get it in our sight. And then we've got to start moving toward it. We can't sit in the chair and expect it to hit us upside the head or fall in our lap. We can't just sit at home twiddling our thumbs, scrolling through Facebook, waiting on the, the place to come to us. We've got to move. We may not have all the answers. We may not know all the whys and the whens, but God, all he requires is us to say yes and to take a step toward it in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. You may have to start walking with tears streaming down your face. You may have to take a pay cut, but come on, somebody, start moving toward that thing God has called you to. You may have to, you may get uncomfortable. You may go through some lonely times, but because I understand God, has the right place for me. I'm going to make up my mind. Come hell, come high water. I'm going to get up today and I'm going to start going toward the place God has for me. Come on. Is anybody with me today? Is any, I'm just going to preach. Is anybody fed up to hear with talk? Talk is cheap. Come on. I'm tired of just talking about revival. I'm tired of just talking about a move of God. I'm tired of just talking about the church growing. I'm tired of talk. It's time the church acts. It's time we pray. It's time we preach. It's time we worship. It's time we sing. It's time we love. Hallelujah. 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 And the Bible says that it came to pass after these things that God tempted Abraham. The word tempt here in the text means test. God did test Abraham. Look at your neighbor and tell him what you're going through. It's only a test. Anybody ever remember hearing that? It's only a test. It's only a test. When they break in on TV and the radio, it scares you to death. And then when they say it's only a test, that's what somebody needs. Just chill this morning and relax. It's only a test. You're going to pass. You're going to make it. 
So he says, take your only son, Isaac, who you love, get to the land of Moriah, offer him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I'll tell you of. Now watch this, Mount Moriah is not just one mountain like Chihaw Mountain, Stone Mountain. If you told me to go to Stone Mountain, I know where to go. It's it's obvious, that big old stone. But Mount Moriah was a mass of mountains like the Rocky Mountains. It'd be like God telling me to go to Florida tomorrow. I think I hear him saying that. (laughs) Can I go with (laughs) y'all? It'd be like God telling me to go to Florida tomorrow, but he didn't tell me what city. He didn't tell me what region, what area. Just, Just start moving in that direction. And that's all Abraham had. Go to Mount Moriah, this massive mountain. Not not which mountain, just Mount Moriah. How many knows that's what God does when He gives us an assignment or a place to go to? Or He doesn't give us all the details. He wants us to have enough faith in God that He's for us. And if we'll just step out and trust Him, He'll then begin to deliver us more details and give us more. And some of you here in this room and watching me today are stuck because you're waiting for God to tell you everything, to show you the whole picture. I've been there. I wanted it all. Tell me everything, God, and then I'll do it. But that's not the way he operates. Somebody wants him to tell you where to go work. Which house do you want me to buy? Where's the money coming from? Tell me in detail, line by line, item by item, step by step. How is it supposed to happen? But God says, no, that's not a faith walk, that's a fact walk. And we are told in the Bible, we walk by faith and not by sight. So we've got to be willing to go with what we know and say, God, I'm going to trust you to fill in the rest of the details. We have to trust, Lord, that you're going to connect me with the right people. God, we trust you're going to provide everything everything we need to have. God, we trust you're going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Come on. All the problem is is that many of us are still waiting on everything to be perfect and everything just right before we take a step in the direction God has called. But God is wanting to know today, somebody, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And if he's calling you to a place, quit waiting on everything to get perfect, step out and trust that God will fill in those details you're waiting on. Oh, but pastor, you're telling me to step out and trust God. How will I know when I get to the place? You'll know. The person called the Holy Ghost will let you know this is the place. Kind of like shopping for a piece of clothing. When I go into a store and I need a new shirt, when I see it, that's it. Now my wife, when she goes in, it's... Not me. I know it when I see it, and I'm out of there. 
And some of you today, you're concerned, well, how will I know this is what God wants? How, how will I know this is where He wants me? How, how do I know this is my call in life and that's what I'm supposed to be serving and doing? I've come to tell the Holy Ghost will bring confirmation. The Holy Ghost will bring peace. The Holy Ghost, will, that's the way it is on a faith walk with you. How will I know when you see it? The Holy Ghost will let, that's it, that's it. That, so if He's calling you, start moving by faith and the Holy Ghost will let you know. If he hasn't let you know yet, don't settle. Keep moving until you find the place and he says, that's it. In other words, hear me, don't buy the property until the Holy Ghost says buy it. Don't date that person until the Holy Ghost says you can. Don't marry that person until the Holy Ghost says, yes, that's him or that's her. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody today. Don't start that ministry until the Holy Ghost says this. The Holy Ghost will let you know when you've arrived to the place He's called you to. And the Bible says after traveling for three days, Abraham looked up. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, look up. When Abraham looked up, he saw the place. Man, I feel this next point for somebody. That's why the devil's been keeping somebody, some of you so depressed on this journey you've been here lately because he knows if you ever look up, God's going to show you the place. Hear me, somebody, you, you've been down and out for too long and you've been looking down, woe is me. I'm lonely, I'm struggling, I'm confused, God, I'm waiting, God. But the Lord sent me on assignment to tell somebody in this service, don't look down anymore. You lift up your head, you look up, and when you begin to look up to him, she said, I'll show you where I want you. I'll show you what I want you to do. I'll show you the place. I'll show you the position that I have for your life. Amen. Come on, somebody, look up. Don't let the devil beat you down with depression. Look up. Don't let the devil cause you to hang your head. Look up. The psalmist said, I will lift up mine eyes under the hills. Oh, my help comes from the Lord. Look up. Somebody's about to see the place. Somebody's about to see the place. And the Holy Ghost is going to bring confirmation to it. Abraham looked up and saw the place, but after seeing the place, something else had to happen before he got to the place. It's a little thing called separation, and you may not want to hear this point, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Turn to your neighbor and tell him it's time to separate. We love to talk about unity, and we need to. We love to preach about being together, and we need to be. We love to preach about red and yellow, black and white, all are precious in His sight. We love to preach about the rich and the poor and the old and the young coming together. But let me remind us something the church forgets today too. The Bible also calls for separation. We cannot be a part of everything we love everybody. We pray for everybody. But we can't yoke up with everybody. Separation. And if we're going to get to the place 
there will come a time in our journey where we're going to have to make some decisions concerning separation. The Bible says after traveling three days, Abraham looks up, he sees the place, now he knows where he's going, but now he has to understand that there are only certain people who are qualified to go further with him for the rest of this journey to get to the place God's taken him. And understand Abraham's traveling with three different groups. He had servants with him. He had his son with him. And he had the donkey with him. And I won't use the King James Version for that name. Servants, sons, and donkeys. The Bible says he turns to his servants and says, Stay here with the donkeys. Me and my son, my ladder, we're going, we're going yonder. We're going to the place to worship. In other words, I thank you for coming this far, but I hate to tell you, just because you've come this far doesn't mean you can go all the way. I need to tell some today, it's time to make some decisions because some of us are trying to get to the place and some people are still dragging around some people and some things and some habits and some hindrances. And I'm here to tell you, you'll never get to the place, the level God is calling you if you keep dragging along the same people and places that are holding you back. It's time for you to go yonder. It's time for you to go there. It's time to go to the next level. My God, we've been trying to get to Moriah, Mount Moriah, dragging folk along the way that really didn't want to go anyway. We've been trying to push people and force people to go where God's trying to take us, but at some point we're going to have to make up our mind. I'm going with or without you. I love you. I bless you. I'm for you but I'm not going to hang back here when God wants me there you can come or you can stay but I'm going come on we're not mean but I'm here to tell you if we're going to see revival if we're going to see a move of God if we're going to get in the blessed place we got to separate from sin and separate from bondage and separate from addiction and separate from people that we don't need to be yoked up with Oh, me or amen, it's the truth today, amen. Hallelujah. 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 It's decision time. There comes a time when we must tell some, stay with the donkeys. My goodness, we've been trying. We move forward, we take one step, two steps back. You go left and they'll tell you to go right comes a time when we got to decide, I know what God has for me. I'm trying to get to the place God's got for me. If you don't want to go, stay with the donkeys. Any relationship that pulls you from God is a relationship you need to pull away from. There are some people who have the same behavior as a donkey. And if you take them with you to the place, they will act out like the donkey they should have stayed with. Make up your mind, everybody can't go with you. There's some people that don't have the heart you have, the vision you have, the love of people you have. Stop letting them rain on your parade and throw wet blankets on where God's taking you and discourage you and dragging them along. In the name of Jesus, separate and move on. Enough is enough.
quiet I thought it would be. <laughs> I've had to do that, and it's not fun. It's not easy. doesn't mean I'm a mean person. Amen. doesn't mean I dislike or hate anybody, but I've learned that God comes first in my life. And if I'm going to fulfill and get to where he's going and this church is going to get to where it's going, there may be some tough decisions. We've got to get to the place to where we can make the decisions and honor God, put God first. And to get to the place, we've got to go to the toward, we've got to step out in faith and begin moving in the direction when God called me to preach, Lord, I didn't know what to do, didn't know where to go. I just, I knew, I felt it. I said, he meant and touched me. He, he convicted me. He burdened me. He, things I would read and hear and dreams and vision, but I didn't know where to go. I didn't, I didn't just automatically wake up the next day and go, I want to pastor that church. I want to do this. I just started moving in that direction and praying. And God began to open doors. God began to give me more details and put me with people and go through this and that that helped me and shaped me and point me in the direction to go. And He's taken me to different places in my journey that's helped me. I didn't know everything. Still don't, my goodness. <laughs> but you've got, if you want to get to the place, you've got to start somewhere. And you've got to look up. Quit looking down, look up. And then you've got to separate from hindrances. And when you do, and you get in that place, then comes the supply, then comes the promise, then comes the blessing. Abraham has left the servants with the donkey, and now him and his son, the lad, have made it to the place of provision. That's why it's so important we get to the place because when we get to the place God has for us, God will open the windows of heaven and provide everything we need. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, there's a blessing waiting on you at the place. So Abraham takes the wood, takes the knife, Son, together they go up to Mount Moriah. As they go, Isaac asks his father a tough question. I see the fire, I see the knife, I see the wood. Dad, where is the lamb for the offering? And Abraham turns to his miracle son, his promised son, his blessing, and says, God's going to provide. God will make a way. How's he going to do it, Dad? I don't know, Isaac, but I know he will. I know he will. Where, where, where is it going to come from, Dad? I don't know where, but I just, I know he'll make a way. And Abraham hears a noise in the bushes, looks over, and a ram's caught, tangled up in the thicket. And Abraham walks over without having to chase it, catch it, wrestle it. And he just receives it as the replacement sacrifice. When Abraham got to the place, the mountain, 
When he looked up and he saw it and he got to that place and he separated from the servants. Don't you know those servants, if they knew what God was asking him to do, they would have tried to talk him out of that? You don't need to do that. Don't go there. Are you kidding? Don't you dare do that. He had to separate to get there. And when he got there, God provided. Watch this, no other place would have worked. It was that place. That specific place, that specific mountain. And I've come to tell somebody today, God has a specific place for you, a position, a place of service, a place of blessing, a place of provision today. Go for it. Step out. Move by faith. Look up today. You don't need all the answers today. Separate from anything and anybody that's going to hold you back. And go for it.